Welcome, my breathers. Yes, hallelujah. Another live, live broadcast. It's alive. Thank you so much for sharing with us your very important time. I take it very serious that you would listen to this broadcast. I take it so serious. I might even pull out my shofar right now. Not afraid to use it. Blast some energy into the air. Don't laugh, it sounds silly, but this is an ancient sound. (laughs) Oh, I gotta practice my shofar. An ancient sound of the invading Israelites taking the promised land. A lot of Christians are lackadaisical in their faith. They don't appreciate that... God gives you the promised land, and then he gives you the grace to get rid of all them there giants in the land. And that's what we're doing here, and that's why I don't even know sometimes who I am anymore. I've been fighting so many interdimensional wars. I talked to so many of you interdimensional warriors. I just got off the phone with Holly Baglio. She wants to do a show, so I'm going to basically hand her the, the podcast. I told her, look. Um, we need to focus on the super soldier program. You're one of the most, uh, mature, if not the only, um, Christian former super soldier. That's like fully Christian. That isn't still kind of wavering a little bit. And so, um, you're going to be seeing her. She said she would do a, a show tomorrow. Obviously, there's a lot of folks from the Russ Dizdar era. A lot of folks from the Deliverance Ministries of Russ Dizdar. We've been interviewing Steve Peace Harmon, Matt Evans, a lot of guys. I wish I could have them all on the show every day. Maybe I need to just put out a little email and say, look, you guys want to share your teachings live regularly? Here's my show. Because, look, I've got Omega Man tomorrow. We've got Strange O'Clock podcast. Just so many interviews. I don't even have time to do the daily show sometimes here. Although I'll try to, whenever I get the time, take those broadcasts and then share them on this stream. So definitely subscribe to Spirit Force Podcast and Fringe Radio Network. I'm known as Spirit Wars over there. Hallelujah. The Trial of Your Faith. It's the show title tonight. We're going to get into some news and some scriptures. Talks about the trial of your faith. Did you know where that scripture exists in the Bible? The Holy Bible. Yes, Neo. It is right there in 1 Peter. And the trial of your faith is something more valuable, more precious than of gold that perisheth. And if you back up a little bit there... It talks about the fact that we're going through manifold temptations. This is the middle of Pride Month, Demon Month, Pedophile Month, Destroy Your Children's Innocence Month. God is, he's mad. He's angry and the devil is freaking out. I'd like to ask for prayer. I just got in touch with DPM, Derek Prince Ministries, today. Uh, Please pray for their intercessor. She's been under severe attack, and she told me that there's going to come these sex vampire demons. They're these new breed of devils, 
at the 50th anniversary and that they hadn't been released yet, but she had been shown that. And I believe we're now entering into a time with the unleashing of Demon Month. Her name is Juanita. Please pray for her. Just a battle axe of a woman. Fighter. Love these warriors. That these these demons, this next level demon, they're coming and they will knock on your door and your window and say, let me in, let me in. And they'll try to come in and, and destroy the peace in your household, destroy your family, destroy your children. It's sort of like a Jezebel Delilah spirit. And they'll use anything, any weak link in the chain, anybody that is open to the dark side of the force. So get ready for that. I'm not saying you need to live in fear. I'm just saying that um, this is this is coming. This is happening. I'm not trying to uh, also glorify the dark side, although we are going to talk about the news. Let me finish the scripture. And then also we have some G.K. Chesterton. I miss the guy so much. I love Chesterton. I would have him on the show as a guest. Unfortunately, he has left us into the spirit Long before I was ever even born. But he showed me the keys. I had a dream with G.K. Chesterton talking to me on the phone as I battled a demonic entity called Pan, which is like the ruler of the intellect and all kinds of things, a demon, a high-level demon. And Chesterton was kind of helping me navigate the battle, like how to fight this demon. And so when you listen to him and you get a little taste of his, you don't need to read every book of a writer to get their, their anointing, their shield, their sword. You just need to listen to enough. And I hope in this show to convey, to share with you guys, the spirit force, those of the end time church, the warriors of God, something of value. doesn't mean I'm some holy saint. I've got to, you know, scrape myself off the bottom of the barrel every day. Okay, so if you feel crappy, well, you know, the enemy, he's been given a place in the heavenlies to broadcast a signal of shame, of accusation, every day, all the time to the church. You might notice heathens are very happy-dappy in their little life. They seem to be able to do all kinds of nice things. Well, why am I, as a Christian, feeling so miserable? Well, the devil is sitting there in high places just barfing on you 24-7, sometimes worse than others. It's like those Canadian fires, those smoke, the weird haze in the sky. It's kind of like that. And But the day is coming. If we can hang on, it's kind of like demon month is going to be over in two weeks, right? So I know. I know you guys like slicing through the darkness and finding that black goo on your sword, wiping it off and slicing again. You know, demons don't heal. They just continually get more wounds and get pushed down and weakened. The Antichrist shall come, but it doesn't mean he has to be in control of your mind. You can go to get your head chopped off with a song in your heart, on your lips, joy in your spirit, peace in your soul. The enemy is trying to infiltrate your sacred space and turn you into him full of depression anarchy suicide i mean satan satan is basically suicidal if you think about it all those demons you know they're all just 
they're they're on a track to destruction and they're just trying to drag us with them but i'm i'm done preaching i'm going to read the word first peter grace unto you and peace be multiplied blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again into a, a lively hope by the resurrection of jesus christ from the dead to inheritance to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. See, our real inheritance, a lot of people think about, well, you know, I'm going to get my inheritance uh, on the earth. Happy Father's Day. Uh, whenever my dad gives me my inheritance, you know, blah, blah, blah. Prodigal son talk right there. I am the inheritor of a lot of blessings, a lot of donations throughout the years, and you guys can always donate to the ministry if you want. It's a ministry, but I don't like to call it that. It is... Um, an interdimensional ministry. We do things on other layers of reality, I would say. And I feel like I sound so crazy when I talk like this, and then I get on the phone with people, and I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, you believe this too? And then I get another phone call, oh my gosh, you're into that too? Oh my gosh, you had that dream? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh! And then I realize we are the spirit force. We are a force to be reckoned with. God's force god's people god's end time bride of christ i'm not here trying to push my way and announce my horn and i'm in charge here it is with a, a, a sense of duty and honor that the keys of the kingdom of pharaoh are put in your hands sometimes the keys of the town the keys of the city the keys of a country the angel of your area comes to you and tells you something these are because of what you carry, your anointing, your insignia of the King of Kings, the Father in heaven. So I look at like kings, queens, the people of this world who have exercised their time to accrue the wealth of this world. And when they try to bless the people of God and use that for the people of God, receive it and use it wisely and don't take advantage and abuse it. But it's for the sake of the kingdom and the furtherance of the kingdom, not so you can sit and be lazy and, and just, you know, there's a really, really good GK Chesterton quote. I want to read in just a minute. Uh, I'll be right back in just a moment. Hallelujah.
My friends, I can see in your eyes you've been fighting. You are warriors full of courage. Your various weapons. I ask that you do not lose sight. The hope that is laid before us. The reward. The, the things that don't fit in this planet because they're just so big. Someday we'll look back and we'll realize this was all real. The depression of the enemy, it was all a lie. It was trying to get you to f give up. Just give up. Because he's losing. Because he's afraid of strength. Strong men and women. Strong fighters. Taking care of children. Yes. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. And our inheritance is in heaven. Our true resting place. Our, our retirement. <laughs> it's anything but that. In heaven, that's where the story just begins. That's when the adventure really begins. Hallelujah. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. It's uh, Father's Day, but I believe Father's Day is, um, I think it's like a Hallmark Day. They, it's like a fake holiday, but whatever. It's nice to have a day to celebrate family. So, to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein you greatly rejoice... Though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. So again, we are in the battlefield and it's it's normal to feel that heaviness for a period of time through manifold temptations. It could be the temptation to lie or cheat or steal or erupt in rage. And you guys have heard me, you know, just yell and get upset and... I mean, this is my outlet, all right? You go get your own podcast. You go yell and get upset in your show. And if you don't want to hear me do it, don't listen to me. I think we share mostly positive things like this, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and the glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So, guys, it's like... You can have everything that this world is showering you with. You can have all the lands. You can have the big tracts of lands. You can have all kinds of stuff. And yet if you don't have faith and you're not testing your faith through the fire. And my prayer with Holly today too, as we're an announcing her run. I mean, we're just launching battle warriors left and right. Just like, go! Grr. On the phone constantly with more people like, I want to fight too! I want to fight too! Oh. It's like, yes! Yes! Go! 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 Yes! Take my show! Go! Yes! And, and we're getting flack for that because we're anointing people and then sending them forth. And um, that because of all the witchcraft, because of people that are, are trying to curse everything that we are and that we are endeavoring to do this military and believe me in any military there are casualties we just lost chris carter we just lost 
a lot of people, I've heard that a lot of us, there's just so many friends that are dying in our circles. And the media just kind of ignores it. And people are thinking, well, you know, the stock market's doing great. And I'll get into that. It's all fake. It's all fake. What's real is your faith. And that's why you have to go through a trial of faith. And that trial of your faith is more precious than of gold that perisheth. Not just your faith in itself, by itself, but also testing that faith is so much more valuable than gold that perisheth. Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory. So your faith is what's going to be presented to God. Not your sins. Oh, you did that. You did this. You know, God isn't going to show you all that all the time. I mean, he'll show you. You'll get a flash of your life and you'll see everything that ever happened in your life. And then hopefully you are under the blood of Jesus Christ and you identify under his name. That's how you get to heaven is being under the identity of Jesus Christ. And I'm getting accused of being new age because I reach out to new agers, which is I love everyone. I bless everyone. Um, the wicked that I feel led to testify against are those who are literally lying and who know better and who know the truth already. And they're going against the truth. There's a lot of people out there that are Christian They in the future. They just don't know it yet. And I'm not going to name names because I want to continue to operate in a subversion, covert operations manner. How do you love Jesus Christ if you haven't seen him? How do you do that? Through faith. Believing. And with believing in Jesus Christ and loving him, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Bless you, Gail George. Ah, It's just so good. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. You know, I don't know what denomination preaches this. But I've often said I'm a G.K. Chesterton Christian. And I think that just believing in the word of God and then facing when you go and you imbibe the word of God and then you face the darkness of this world outside. That it just everything falls into place together. Hallelujah. All right, let's let's get into the news really quick. I, I don't want to stay in the news too much, but obviously Tucker Carlson's been kicking butt. You can go to Tucker Carlson on Twitter. Real American Patriot. His um, thumbnail is a true soldier. Spirit Force Warrior right there, man. You know, whether you've got a billion followers or just a couple, it's about that one lost sheep. And um, I want to share this little little thing here. We were talking about the economy. I'm going to zoom in to DailyMail.co so I don't have to like look at all the bikini things and goofy distractions on the. You're like reading an important article about like the destiny of the world. Like for instance, if you go to Russia today, for example, they don't have that. It's always the Western media that's like a porn site. Not that I don't love the human body and honor that. I'm just saying it's like. Hey, uh, are we going to actually talk about really important stuff? Like, if you go to Russia today, there's a debate going on with the Russians about whether or not a preemptive nuclear strike is what we need. 
Russian experts respond to call for atomic strike. Using nuclear war to save the world is like using a guillotine for a headache. Analysis, top story. There's there's people that are protesting this. They're like, yeah, we know the West is bad. We know they're all celebrating killing their children and worse, mutilating, abusing their children. They're celebrating abusing their children. Not even animals do this. And these people that actually talk about real things in public on their own platforms and Russia is not that powerful as far as their domination and they rule the elections and all this. Hey, Lenora Sarver, Lenora Sarver, good to see you. Check out Twin Candles Radio podcast. Great show. She just put out another show. I can't wait to listen to it. She's been on the show. Wonderful, excellent prophetess. What is this that we in the West are obsessed with lies and in these countries where they actually talk about real things? Oh, they're all homophobic. I mean, that's that's basically what you think. Oh, they hate Ukraine. I mean, there's this big, giant, incredible, terrifying picture of a mushroom cloud on the globe. It's just obviously a really well done Photoshop. Ilya Fabrichnikov. Why I disagree with call for Russia to use its nuclear weapons against the West. Yeah, thank you. So there's a debate in Russia about whether we should do a preemptive. That means like they strike first because in nuclear war, if you don't preemptively strike, it's I mean, if they have nukes and they shoot first, you die. Obviously, the first target is the nuclear missile silos. Um, and there's talk of that being in Poland and I don't want to get into it too much. I'm just kind of zooming out and reiterating. I mean, a lot of our friends, they're like, look, this is America Babylon. God is going to have to judge this country. We've asked for it. We're begging for a spanking. Okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, good to see you, Lenora. It's, I'm glad, you know, it, it strengthens me to see other fighters who are showing up to work. That's all this is. It's the military of people who, who show up to work, who will testify. Satan is trying to silence us, so we need to talk even more and project and share each other's shows. And I would like to talk with you also about getting your show on more platforms because we're, we're trying to do basically um, more homegrown than trusting in youtube or social media or whatever social media is such a stupid name just basically it just means socialist communist media just means the destruction it's anti-social people who spend all their time on social quote-unquote media are not making friends they're actually losing opportunities to actually engage in real life and make real friends but back to the wall street uh so-called bull market. So everybody in America is just talking about, well, our stocks are going up and that's true. Okay, sure. You know, if you got, if you got money in there, great. You know, if you can navigate the financial realm and do it right and wisely and invest in actual assets and not leave fiat currency, like we're about to see the destruction of the dollar in front of us. We see the fiat, just the endless debt ceiling. Like we used to have this debate about QE, uh, quantitative easing, 
and QE1, QE2, QE3, and then it was just like, you know what? We're never going to end it. It's just going to always, we're just going to print money forever. You've got Biden, and you've got Featherman, and you've got people that can't even talk that are the people in charge, apparently. Whew. Oh, Lenora Sarver talking about the worldwide registry for podcasts. That's cool. Yes, we gotta get in. We gotta get into that. Welcome, Sarah Martinez. I gotta get on that too. I haven't had time. So, meanwhile, I mean, we have this little bubble. It's kind of like the COVID money. Like, if you guys, even though we knew everything was a scam, if you got some of that COVID money, it was like, well, let's just turn this into you know, buy a piece of land. Or buy a house or buy... I mean, you can buy... We bought a trailer, like a little old trailer that's just needs some work. And it's pretty... Not little. It's 40 feet long for almost nothing. And, you know, you just use that energy, ride that wave. And I know it's fake and I know it's not, you know, not what you want to do. It's kind of like using food stamps. It's like, ah, you know, we got this food stamp thing. Might as well go with it. But you, you have to understand that's all temporary. And people, we all need to work, you know, God will bless, you know, if, if you, a diligent life is very key in the Bible. And we're uh, obviously spending a lot of our energy on these internet fronts. So it's, it's just a miracle how everything seems to work together for good. I don't know how, just God seems to, he always covers all of our needs. All right. So new shiny bull market this is daily mail the new shiny bull market quote-unquote could be a mirage and wall street should brace for a big collapse after a recent rally warns bank of america analyst michael hartnett so he's made predictions before and he admits that he was wrong but this guy not convinced that this is the start of a brand new shiny bull market. I mean, look, look, I've worked with uh, different cleaning services, just basically with me with the mop. You know, I'm the I'm the cleaner guy. Yeah. But you can make up to $25 an hour doing that if you work fast enough. And whatever. I mean, I, I, need, a, I need a job where I'm kept occupied. So all I can do is just listen to podcasts and like furiously scrub toilets. <laughs> like i'll do that it's fine um there have been very few tourists and we're already like well into summer people are freaked out they know that there's the threat of nuclear war they're seeing ai steal all their jobs people have friends dying left and right they're probably going to funerals they don't have time to go on vacation that much so this uh account this economy obviously is um, very fake. They're unleashing the new Apple Vision Pro. So that's just the next layer of metaverse is sitting in your house. I talk to people. They're like, my favorite thing to do is sit at home and smoke weed and put on my Oculus Rift goggles and play video games, dude. Wow. Great. I have so much hope for the future looking at our, our youth. This is what we do, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, there is some kind of bubble going on. It's obviously fake. It's obviously there are 
reasons, for example, diamonds. Why do people worship diamonds? Diamonds are forever. Well, companies, diamond companies buy diamonds and then they like purposefully hide them and then they make their value artificially higher than what they actually are. There, you don't see the Bible talk about diamonds very much, or am I wrong? Is there another word in Hebrew that means diamond? I mean, it's not the most important thing. So just like the diamond market, they're trying to make the economy artificially grow to give people that sense of normalcy because they're about to do another, and this is probably another sign that they're getting ready to lock down again. They said they were. They're announcing. I get uh, messages on my phone. Verizon, ooh, yeah, we're going to have some climate lockdowns and you might lose your internet. Wall Street's recent rally has been primarily driven by tech mega caps and enthusiasm over artificial intelligence. Very interesting. (sighs) All right. So... Meanwhile, there's a lot of really weird stuff. There's pictures of a giant green light coming from the South Pole. <laughs> Very interesting. At the Emmonson Scott South Pole Station, science research station, just giant thing. Looks like some kind of mini Pentagon down there. Um, it's on a high plateau, 9,000 feet above sea level in Antarctica. And the thing is a giant monster building. It's like this insane construction project. I mean, God knows how much money that cost. And so people are seeing giant laser beams flying from there, coming flying into the sky. Like, just insane. Very interesting. Large laser-type light emitted directly into space from the South Pole Station. This happened today, the 18th of June. 2023 and is from Hal Turner via Steve Quayle.com. So we're largely looking at Steve Quayle.com. There's also reports of Mexican military amassing south of the U S border in California. And they're saying, Oh, it's well, it's, it's about the drug cartels. Well, the drug cartels really outpower the military of Mexico, but whatever. There's a lot of interesting movements and rumors of wars, you know, Matthew 24. Scott Ritter, he believes, he's a former UN nuclear arms inspector, claims that this is the last year we will be on the planet. Somebody please prove him wrong. This is from medium.com. So a lot of movements of war, rumors of war, could be major nuclear war. Again, I mentioned that the Russians are having a very important conversation about should we or shouldn't we. We're just talking about our stocks. He says, we are looking at the end of mankind. That's what this danger implies. We're moving right now so quickly towards an escalation. Anyway, it's very interesting that people are so polarized and so distracted and so led into either oh i can't do anything i'm just gonna hide and watch movies hey i i do that sometimes too i mean we've all gotta stay sane but um 
Do you understand your job as an intercessor, as a prayer warrior, as a Christian? Are you going to be another person standing in line in a, in a soup kitchen, like trying to get food? Or are you ready to receive miracles such that you will be the soup kitchen by faith much more than that to lead people like Moses through the burning, fiery times that are ahead of us? So a lot of rumors about uh, Liberty Daily as well. Is there a military mobilization happening within our borders? They're seeing tank groups on the highway in Idaho Falls. Well, these are always being witnessed, and that's okay. I mean, there may there may be, there may not be. Uh, this is an important article. Model embryo with heartbeat replicates cells in early pregnancy. So again, they're they're messing with the very foundations of life. Scientists use stem cells to create the structures which are unable to develop into a fetus. So they're just showing you this because they're like, oh, well, it's still a long way off. No, they already have clones. They have all of this. Stem cells without the need for egg, sperm, or fertilization. Basically, creatures. I think we we need to understand that at the heart of all this other distraction is coming a time where we're going to have non-human entities walking around publicly. They're already here, but like publicly, it'll be a thing where they des- they demand rights. And at that point, the Bible says no flesh will be left alive unless God shortens the days. Oh, scientists created a model human embryo with the heartbeat and traces of blood and an advance that offers an extraordinary window into the first weeks of life. Yay! I'm so glad we're paying for this. So important to have. Uh... Oh well, I mean, it had the resonance of a heartbeat. Great. Oh, but let's talk about the ethics and the controversy. Yeah, well, it's obvious these are mad scientists creating unalive monsters. The latest embryo model described by New Pain replicates some of the most advanced features to date, including beating heart cells, which typically emerge at day 23 in a natural embryo. And traces of red blood, which would appear in the fourth week. The structures were grown in culture from embryonic stem cells and transferred into a rotating bottle designed to act as a basic artificial uterus. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, it couldn't go very far. You know, whatever. Well... They're getting you used to this, and they're celebrating it. This is the Guardian, by the way. Model embryo with heartbeat replicates cells in early pregnancy. I mean, this is so insane. You know, I'm going to go back and read some Chesterton for you to just remember a time of a little bit more um, more sanity. sanity. Well, he was talking about eugenics back then as well, so consider that. Hallelujah. Let's read some Chesterton. I, I need to I need to read me some Chesterton. I don't know about you. I, I like J.K. Chesterton. We'll be right back.
So, hope you guys are staying moralized, not demoralized. Don't be depressed. Know that the enemy is fighting you because you must be a threat to his kingdom. Left and right, you can shoot demons down. They don't heal. He's been giving me dreams, visions of being able to supercharge my angel defenses via staying in faith and staying connected to God. What separates you from God? Obviously sin. We're all under sin and we're all having to repent daily and and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Don't live in bitterness. Don't live in uh, constant, well, you know, that guy did that, so now I'm not happy because of them. And that's going to be very hard for some of you that are in an abusive relationship or situation where just the demon is right there. I understand that. I've, I've been there, and I understand that. But you have to be in, like, ultra bazooka of forgiveness mode in those situations. And the way to get through that is praise, is gratitude, is thankfulness, is... Um, just knowing that you are a shining light in the darkness. That's why the enemy is trying to turn you into darkness. He'll do anything he can to get you to lower your shield and your sword. So if you can, and I adjure you to do so, get away to a quiet place. Get away to a place where you can maybe read something of sanity and for me, I had to go to Japan. <laughs> yes, it took me a lot of a lot of distance to go all the way to Tokyo and to be, I'll never forget, sitting in the lobby in a dormitory with old books. You know, I would say hi to whatever Japanese dorm mates and friends and people. and then. But my time was all designed around study. And the internet wasn't really a big thing yet. It was like 2003. It was just books and knowledge. And most people were worshiping their careers and what they were going to do. And I was like, I need to get me some knowledge and some wisdom. And the Lord brought me to G.K. Chesterton one day. And I was one of those guys, like I would go to the library and bring home like 15 books every night, kind of flip through them, see different things that were of value, and then continue, rinse, repeat I used to think that knowledge and wisdom existed in a library. And I found out later that most of the important books have been banned from libraries. So you're not going to find it there. But the reference material is there. And by staying in the word of God and staying close to, you know, my mother and father's teachings. You know, don't sleep around. Don't be, you know, a dandy. Don't go and party all the time. Don't be an abuser of, of substances and drugs and whatever. And just... Focus your life, my son. Just those that, that admonition from wisdom and the Proverbs of Solomon. And you read those, model your life after that. And I'd already met God in the fire. I knew he was real. I knew it was it was more important to just serve God. I used to feel super guilty just for going to the movies. <laughs> it was like I was so focused and foolish in many ways, too made a lot of mistakes but one day he brought to me a book called the everlasting man by gk chesterton and it set me free from everything and it just opened up this vista of knowledge and um a consciousness of civilization and something beyond 
the day-in, day-out struggle and the American puritanical Protestant. Not that I'm Catholic or Orthodox, but... Or Protestant. I mean, I'm probably more Protestant, I guess, in, in many ways. I, I appreciate what Martin Luther did. Uh, and I see the mistakes that he made, and I see the mistakes that the Protestant church makes all the time. Like, you got a zillion, billion cults, little churches that all kind of sound the same and skinny jeans pastors and feel good worship teams Hillsong most important thing is bring people to Jesus whatever your denomination is the idea that everybody has to be unified under the Pope or everybody has to be orthodox or everybody has to is coercion and culty we have boundaries between families for a reason. We have different ideas for a reason. But anyway, this is a fun little essay. I want to read some of it. It's it's uh, chapter 7 of... What is this book called again? I think this is What's Wrong with the World. But he gets into, like, destroying... Yeah, destroying feminism. He gets into, really, what family is. Like, this is what I wish we would do more. And why reinvent the wheel? Like, just read his books. Read G.K. Chesterton, and you'll see. Let me turn down this music. It's a little bit distractimulating. Um, the purpose of sharing information and different reservoirs of data and wisdom and knowledge is that I don't have to be the guy to lead or control you or tell you how to do it. You know, you can go and read the crazy zany David Berg Mo letters and learn how a revolution for Jesus worldwide could operate with a grain of salt. So you don't get culty or sex culty, especially you can read GK Chesterton. You can read Don Basham. You can read the Bible. <laughs> you can read these things and have the blueprint for the space station, for the colony, for the spaceship. I mean, I don't have to reinvent the wheel and figure it out every podcast. That's why I throw out so many names, and tomorrow on Omega Man, I'll probably do this again. And every show is different, and I, I hope not to date the shows. When I read you the news, it's not to date the shows, and, oh, Trump just got arrested, and I dated, and oh my gosh, the nukes. And it's more of the, the bigger picture, the long-term picture, of the decline of of Western civilization and the the rise of the global beast system dictatorship. I mean, we were trained in the family, basically, when I was uh, in mission work, that Russia would actually lead the Antichrist beast system. And I was like, what? Russia's like nothing right now. This is back in 2005. It's like, Russia? Come on. Give me a break. Well, I'm sorry, but now it looks like Russia leads the world. Give me one leader who is competent. I can't think of one. You got Putin. That's pretty much it. Hello, Kanwilkibal. I like your name, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Putin, before the, the whole Ukraine war started, was sitting in a room with Macron. I am a French great leader. My nose is so big. And, yeah, Putin, I will tell you something. So you got this hilarious exchange with Macron, 
and Putin and there's this giant table. It's just like a comic fantasy art thing. It's just hilarious. You know, they're they're seated at the opposite ends of this giant, like fifty foot long table. <laughs> it's go look it up. Beginning of twenty twenty two. And at the end of this this whole day with Macron, Putin gives a speech. Finally, he's able he's able to speak a public statement. And I I remember the speech was very important and very like the uh, a father telling you some historical situations and and things and dates and just the long term like a real leader does like they remind you you know how we got here and what has happened until now and I need to do more shows like that like not just about my life but for you that have been following me and listening for years where we are where we came from where we're going those three questions those three points and Putin does that very very well and he prepares, and I, I would say Tucker Carlson does a great job. He always spends hours preparing, writing, putting out these essays, and then he reads his essays. Those are his reports. Great job. Great, great guy. I like to just kind of fly off the seat of my pants, as you know. Anyway, um, Putin is like, you know, he gives his Russian... He, we've never heard Putin speak English. I'm sure he can, but... He always has a translator. So he's like, I have been forced to be sitting here and tortured by this man for the last seven hours. <laughs> you know, <laughs> with Macron. And then he goes and he tells you, like, what's actually going on. And let's not talk about climate change and goofy, stupid, weird stuff from the West and gay marriage and whatever. Putin is probably the only actual world leader we have right now. How crazy is that? And this is exactly what I was told, that Russia would be kind of the leader and it would initialize the whole Antichrist world B system. And again, I just got off the phone with Holly Beglio and we're talking about super soldier stuff and how to bring like reach out to those in those new age super soldier satanic program things james casbolt michael prince all these guys that are probably like inducted back into the illuminati satanic structure the russ dizdar i mean jeez there's like so much that we've come through and i'll be live with omega man tomorrow 1 p.m We need leaders. We need people that are going to stand up and, and share and be serious about this. And, and you know, go out by the side of the road. Hello, Lauren Pritchard is, is on Instagram, or at least was. Go out there in the, by the side of the road and say, Joe Rogan is Aleister Crowley. Great. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's hilarious. She's the, she is the comedian in many ways to bring those kind of things forward. I don't know if he's Aleister Crowley, but just saying that wakes people up. It's like, break free from the Matrix. Break free from the trash pile of anarchy of mind and mentality. And yes, I need a haircut. I've just, I haven't cut my hair because uh, I want to see if it's actually true that your hair can be uh, an antenna. Yes, <laughs> I heard that. Some Indian thing. Well, my people say long hair can help you see into the spirit. 
All right, we got theweek.com. AI, the worst case scenario. Artificial intelligence architects warn it could cause human extinction. How might that happen? Mm. Ooh, what what are the AI ex- experts afraid of? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, they're just worshiping AI. I'm just so tired of it. You know, it's just, it's we're so sick and tired of AI already. I already feel weariness whenever I sit down and I write my spiritual words down and then I'm talking to a dead computer that's giving me some feedback. I just feel empty. I feel like I'm wasting my life. I'm going to talk to real people. I'm going to talk to you. And uh, there, there is that argument that there may be positive uses for AI and people who merge with AI and they allow AI to write their emails for them, which more and more Gmail is trying to get you to do. Oh, just let G- let the Google, let the email be the AI. Let the AI be you and you just, it's just so deceptive. It's like it knows what you would say and it can write your email for you better than you can. So the internet is not going to just be shut down. The internet is going to be fake. You're going to be like, I can't listen to this guy because I believe it's probably AI pretending to be him and there's a deep fake. Like the uh, the new Apple goggles, I found out my brother-in-law, brilliant carpenter and many other things, nutritionist, great dad, told me, he's like, you know, the new Apple Vision Pro is actually a screen that is projecting the video from within the camera to the front of the screen that shows a live video of your face. (laughs) It's so creepy. And of course they'll have fun with it. It'll be interesting to see, like they're going to have like, you know, women will obviously want to have like fake makeup and, and well, in these days, probably men too, (laughs) not real men. Um, you know, you'll have like reptilian eyes and people will have fun with the deep fakes. But that's what's coming. Like pretty soon we're going to be walking around town and you're going to be talking to some clerk who doesn't want to catch COVID part two. And they're going to be wearing these goggles and a mask. And you're going to see their eyes through through that. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, it was fun standing out there with the sign. That's great. You know what? Go out there. Be the Joan of Arc. Fight fight the good fight of faith. Win souls. But wake people up. You know, standing out there exposing child trafficking. Exposing false masculinity. I mean, Jordan Peterson. I love the guy for what he's done as far as, like, waking a lot of people up. But when I talk, when I listen to Jordan and I, I hear how many things he's talking about. In Canada, it's like what you, what you do, what you see, what you think. It's so deep inside of my soul, and the ethos of what civilization has become. Oh, I miss Miss Piggy so much, Miss Piggy. I love you, Miss Piggy. Anyway, I love these guys for what they've done, but not to worship at the footstool of. It's kind of a false masculinity. It's true. It's like they're they're the true leaders of thought. No, they're agnostic at best. I mean, they're 
popular people and you can use them as like springboards for conversation. But if I really get into deep conversation with people, like don't worship Jordan Peterson or Joe Rogan or anybody, Trump or Alex Jones or Tucker Carlson. These are all great in their own right. The last three I mentioned, I would say real leaders. They've really bit the bullet throughout the years. But who is the man? Jesus Christ. Okay, I, I said we're reading Chesterton, and I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a fun, uh, just bear with me. You know, this is old English language. Very, very good language. Very good, very, very rich language. You'll be very rich. Bless you. In everything worth having, even in every pleasure, there is a point of pain or tedium that must be survived so that the pleasure may revive and endure. The joy of battle comes after the first fear of death. The joy of reading Virgil comes after the bore of learning him. The glow of the sea bather comes after the icy shock of the sea bath. And the success of marriage comes after the failure of the honeymoon. All human vows, laws, contracts are so many ways of surviving with success this breaking point, this instant of potential surrender. And then he gets into kind of what government is for to help us to make those contracts and everything on this earth that that is worth doing there is a stage when no one would do it except for necessity or honor it is then that the institution upholds a man and helps him on the firmer ground ahead whether the solid fact of human nature is sufficient to justify the sublime dedication to christian marriage is quite on another matter it's okay he gets into this whole thing it's like um, and then Americans, if Americans, he's English, he's like, if Americans can be divorced for, quote unquote, incompatibility of temper, I cannot conceive why they are not all divorced. <laughs> it's true. And I look at this not just for marriage, but for what we're doing in the spiritual warfare as the bride of Christ, as warriors of the faith, you know, you're going to have days where you just feel like mud, like you've been dragged through the pavement. And if you are willing to keep fighting, God will revive you. This is funny. He says, I have known many happy marriages, but never a compatible one. The whole aim of marriage is to fight through and survive the instant when incompatibility becomes unquestionable. For a man and a woman as such are incompatible. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at God's marriage to humanity. He's dealing with very, very wicked man there's so much wisdom in this if you'll bear with me this is called the wildness of domesticity like domestic life you know it's wild to have a domestic life isn't that a funny paradox so talks about this problem of poverty especially dehumanized poverty of modern industrialism so it's not just the problem of poverty, but the problem of wealth. It is the special psychology of leisure and luxury that falsifies life. Think about people in their AI world. It's so true. Some experience of modern movements of the sort called advanced, quote unquote, has led me to the conviction 
that they generally repose upon some experience peculiar to the rich. It is so with that fallacy of free love, of which we've spoken, the ideal of the idea of sexuality as a string of episodes. That implies a long holiday in which to get tired of one woman and a motor car in which to wander looking for others. It also implies money for maintenances. An om- omnibus conductor has hardly time to love his own wife, let alone other people's. <laughs> That's funny. And the success with which nuptial nuptial uh, estrangements are depicted in modern problem plays, that's their version of the, the theater, the movies back then, is due to the fact that there's only one thing that a drama cannot depict, that is a hard day's work. I could give many other instances of this plutocratic assumption behind progressive fads. For instance, there is a plutocratic assumption behind the phrase, why should women be economically dependent upon a man? The answer is that among poor and practical people, she isn't, except in the sense in which she which he is dependent upon her. A hunter has to tear his clothes. There must be someone to mend them. A fisher has to catch fish. There must be someone to cook them. It is surely quite clear that this modern notion that a city, this modern notion that, sorry, that woman, woman is a mere pretty clinging parasite or, quote, a plaything, etc., arose through the somber contemplation of such rich banking family. And by the way, Chesterton did know the Rothschilds and these people, and he stayed clear of them, and he refused to actually meet with Aleister Crowley, the real one, the historical guy. So the banker went to the city, pretended to do something, while the banker's wife went to the park and did not pretend to do anything at all. A poor man and his wife are a business partnership. If one partner in a firm of publishers interviews the authors while other interviews the clerks, is one of them economically dependent? All modern nations generated by mere wealth. The worst is this for these. The notion that domesticity is dull and tame. Inside the home, they say, is dead decorum and routine. Outside is adventures and variety. This is indeed a rich man's opinion. The rich man knows that his own house moves on vast and soundless wheels of wealth, is run by regiments of servants, by a swift and silent ritual. On the other hand, every sort of vega bondage of romance is open to him in the streets outside. Vega bondage, that's a great word. He has plenty of money and can afford to be a tramp. His wildest adventure will end in a restaurant, while the yokel's tarnished, tamest adventure may end in a police court. If he smashes a window, he can pay for it. If he smashes a man, he can pension him. He can, like the millionaire in the story, buy a hotel to get a glass of gin. And because he, the luxurious man, dictates the tone of nearly all advanced and progressive thought, we have almost forgotten what a home really means to the overwhelming millions of mankind. For the truth is that to the moderately poor, the home is the only place of liberty. Nay, it is the only place of anarchy. It is the only spot on earth where a man can alter arrangements suddenly, make an experiment, or indulge in a whim. Everywhere else he goes, he must accept the strict rules of the shop, the inn, the club, the museum that he happens to enter. He can eat his meals on the floor in his own house if he likes. 
I often do it myself. It gives a curious, childish, poetic picnic feeling. <laughs> there would be considerable trouble if I tried to do it in an ABC tea shop in London. A man can wear a dressing gown and slippers in his house, while I'm sure that this would not be permitted at the Savoy. Though I never actually tested the point. If you go to a restaurant, you must drink some of the wines on the wine list. All of them, if you insist, but certainly some of them. But if you have a house and a garden, you can try to make hollyhock tea or convolovlov's wine, if you like. For a plain, hardworking man, the home is not the only one tame place in the world of adventure. It is the one wild place in the world of rules and set tasks. I think we're all finding this out with our homesteads right now. It's fun. All the anarchy of my goats, man. And uh, unfortunately, my family has to suffer a little bit with that. But hallelujah, you know, my goats, my bunny rabbits that love to run around free and then die. Got one bunny, one bunny rabbit left. Chickens that die. I got a chicken that died today again. The dog ate him. And at the end of the day, you kind of laugh. and You're like, this is insane. Like, <laughs> what are we actually doing here? The home is the one place where you can put a carpet on the ceiling or the slates on the floor, if you want to. When a man spends every night staggering from bar to bar, or from music hall to music hall, we say that he is living an irregular life, but he is not. He is living a highly regular life under the dull, often oppressive laws of such places. Sometimes he's not even allowed to sit down in the bars, and frequently he's not allowed to sing in the music halls. Hotels may be defined as places where you are forced to dress and theaters may be defined as places where you are forbidden to smoke. A man can only picnic at home. So good. Ah, oh, man, I miss you, T.K. Chesterton. I miss you. I have a little more to read here. I just, you know, it's this is good. This is good stuff, baby. All right, be right back. Just a second. Well, my friends, home is becoming a place less and less understood. 
and more and more controlled by the AI and the phones. And the, I mean, there's a reason why the enemy wants to place his infrastructure in your prison cell that they call prison, but it's actually your home. And I'm interested in more and more developing a disconnection from the matrix. So like having, for instance, very basic analog instrumentation, no connection to the internet, which I already don't have most time. That's why I'm, I'm in the studio tonight, tonight broadcasting live to, um, what are we on? Spreaker spirit force. I'm broadcasting tonight to Facebook somewhere. Some obscure Facebook page that nobody follows anymore, I guess. But at least the record is there. And uh, and um, Instagram. We, we've got to disentangle ourselves from... It's not a network of people that we're connecting with on the internet. It's artificial intelligence and companies who want to sell us stuff. And pretty soon they the commodity is going to be you that's already kind of happened so it is a spiritual war please stay in the word um i'm just indulging a little gk chesterton tonight and i've got some more news items to touch upon thank you all for putting up with the mac today so continuing through i just have a few few paragraphs left this is so good so, okay, now I take, as I have said, the small human omnipotence, this possession of a definite cell or chamber of liberty as the working model for the present inquiry, whether we can give every Englishman a free home of his own or not, at least we should desire it. And he desires it. For the moment we speak of what he wants, not of what he expects to get, he wants, for example, a separate house. He does not want a semi-detached house. He may be forced in the commercial race to share one wall with another man. Similarly, he might be forced in a three-legged race to share one leg with another man. But it is not so that he pictures himself in his dreams of elegance and liberty. Yes, that's a good point. And and this is the thing. If you live in a city, uh, oftentimes you will kind of find yourself in that place where you're in an apartment and you'll have to deal with neighbors that hate when you're too loud at night and whatever. And it's just a, it's a nightmare. But the idea of being in your own log cabin in the forest, which, by the way, we just got one for, like, almost nothing and just stuck it in the middle of the forest, and it's sitting there, and I'm going to have to drive home and just go check on it tonight. I did a little show from there the other night. Um, we were reflecting on Michael Savage and the, the lightning bolts and the Metroid music, and I think that was the first one we ever did from there. Because it was raining outside and I couldn't do any gardening. All right. So people do not dream and visualize a flat of an, an apartment. You can eat and sleep and praise God in a flat. You know, a, a, a man can eat and sleep and praise God in a railway railway train. But a railway train is not a house because it is a house on wheels. And a flat is not a house because it is a house on stilts. An idea of earthly contact and foundation as well as an idea of separation and independence is a part of this instructive human picture. 
I take then this one institution as a test. As every normal man desires a woman, and children born of a woman, every normal man desires a house of his own to put them into. He does not merely want a roof above him and a chair below him. He wants an objective and visible kingdom, a fire at which he can cook what food he likes, a door he can open to what friends he chooses. This is the normal appetite of men. I do not say there are not exceptions. There may be saints above the need and philanthropists below it. Opalstein, now he is a duke, may have gotten used to more than this. And when he was a convict, may have gotten used to less. But the normality of the thing is enormous. To give nearly everybody ordinary houses would please nearly everybody. That is what I assert without apology. Now in modern England... It is very difficult to give nearly everybody houses. Quite so. I merely set up the desideratum and ask the reader to leave it standing while he turns with me to in consideration of what really happens in the social wars of our times. And then he gets into so many different topics and we don't have time to read all this. But think about it. Even a small house, but you have independence and privacy and you have a little garden and I get messages from people rejoicing like, oh, we just got an acre and I get, we have sheep now. We have sheep. <laughs> it's like, wow, great. Um, the, the ideals today, like, hey, baby, check out my chicken coop. Boo, yeah. You know, people think that wealth is having a maid and being able to sit on your couch all day and stare at the wall. And I, I just find that so repulsive to make that your goal, to just have basically slaves in a sense. Like modern day service industry is kind of slave industry. But rather than trying to bring people wealth and a rising tide lifts all the ships. You know, Chesterton wrote these essays. These were actual anti-New World Order, anti-Illuminati, anti-globalism eugenics i mean he writes about eugenics all the time he wrote a book about the evils of you of eugenics cleverly titled eugenics and other evils these books are out there nobody reads them i mean alex jones and jay dyer i love their job i love what they do they focus only on the enemy's writings well chesterton would go to tea with some of these enemies hg wells he purposefully did not go to tea with Aleister Crowley. Aleister Crowley wrote an essay about Chesterton being the greatest warrior of the faith in that time, in his era, before World War II, exposing what Hitler would do very soon. Hey, Jaser says amen, bless you. Uh, you know, I mean, these are mighty, mighty titans of the faith. I stand on the shoulders of titans and giants and I speak to you because I have the technology and I'm very thankful for it. Not doing a great job of using it, but anyway, I, I read those essays and I just, I'm like, ugh, why do I have to go back to the present day? Dailycaller.com. Why LGBT activists love satanic imagery? No, oh, that's fun. Let's just get into that stuff now okay let me read this uh, national catholic Reg register pride mass after uh, pride mass 
Backlash erupted significantly, culminating in Bishop Zubik's letter, which sent to priests, deacons, seminarians, DOCs. Pride Mass canceled after Bishop's le- Pride Mass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I just can I go back to like when we were cutting the axe at the root, cutting the sorry the the root of the tree with the axe, with Chesterton the battle axe of such great eloquent words. Do I really have to look at you know butt injected you know fake boob TikTok influencer Montoya? Um. With uh, a a woman that chopped off her breasts, all of them topless, in front of the White House. With the pride flag at the same level as the American flag, which is denoting that we are aliens from Mars. And we've taken over your planet and we've taken over the White House like some Twilight Zone movie. I mean, how many movies have there been where aliens took over the White House? I mean, while you're looking at it with mutants, biological men with fake junk in the trunk and also real junk between their legs. Um, bouncing their fake boobies on camera. I don't want to look at that. That's that's disturbing. And by the way, pray for our friend. Jeffrey McCall went back to his trans ways and it's sad and I get it. There's like a signal. There's like a signal that's going out there. And you know what? Transformers, by the way, the new Transformers movie is literally using the word trans throughout the movie. I'll have to watch the rest of it later. I just it's another one of these things where I love Transformers. Optimus Prime. I love the, the idea of these angelic giant warriors that are hidden. Robots in disguise. You know, I grew up watching those. When I was five years old. It's so cool. Now they're turning Transformers. Guess who took over Transformers? Oh, the Pride Parade. Great. I don't even think Michael Bay is involved anymore, but whatever. Interesting to change the subject. And by the way, like we have to have a view of history. If, if you don't... You are doomed to repeat the mistakes of history, obviously. So, again, Jerusalem Post, total stupid things in the sidebar. Oh, uh, Anne Frank pornography banned in Florida and Texas. What? Anne Frank pornography. Okay, I don't need to be... Why? Why is that being promoted by the Jerusalem Post? Like, what is going on? But more interestingly... Apparently, uh, pumping groundwater has caused the rotation of the Earth to shift. The distribution of water on the planet affects how mass is distributed. Now, this is very interesting because it says that there will come a shift, a pole shift. I mean, the very positioning of the Earth and the stars, and I mean, all of this is so significant. It says that the Antichrist will seek to change the times and the seasons. So they're saying that there's been 80 centimeters uh, shifted east in the last century. 
So the rotational pull has changed because of water pumping. <laughs> okay. So I think this is another climate change, whatever. Sea level rise, significant phenomena, all because of your SUVs. It's not like one volcano erupting outdoes every single car ever in history. Just like billions of tons of CO2 from one volcano. So we need to ban. We definitely need to ban volcanoes. Where is the petition to ban volcanoes for their CO2 output? Why are people in New Zealand putting like horrific animal torture fart bags on cows? Sticking them into their rectums and just forcing them to have these like horrific horror movie Hellraiser things. And nobody is putting fart bags over the volcanoes. Come on. Hashtag volcano fart bags. Make it a thing. CN- CNBC. More and more colleges are closing down across the U.S. <laughs> Duh. It's just totally toxic environment. Why would you send your kids to college? The jet, bleh, the the um, the debt, college debt is so out of control, and the lies of the government. Biden's gonna help you with your college debt. Oh no, I forgot. Can't do it. So, I guess ninety-one private colleges have closed, or merged with another school, or announced plans to close since 2016 so you know still quite a few out there but that's i guess that's a a lot i just i mean i've been outside of college campuses for so long i graduated the last i was really going to school and i still have nightmares where i'm back in school again but was like in 2015 uh 2014 2015 and even then it felt like there was a lull in the activity in the world like it was during the Obama era and I I am a quasi intellectual you you might say just like I'm a homesteader like one of the worst ones I've ever met well I'm also one of those quasi intellectuals you know I can kind of fake it till I make it for a few hours on a podcast with like Derek Gilbert or William Ramsey or uh, Gary Wayne or a lot of different people but and it's fun to pull out that tool and be like, yeah, I know how to use this tool. But it's not the only tool. Intellectual stuff and being in university and sitting down with your laptop. And I mean, half the time I was just blogging in, throughout school. We, I mean, we reached God knows how many millions of people throughout that stint. Didn't pay a whole lot of attention, but it's a fun thing to be sitting there and be forced to sit there with coffee and you can't do anything else but pretend to be paying attention to a lecture and just have a laptop in front of you. <laughs> kind of got a lot done. Um, college is a waste of time. It's it's a garden of... It's a place where you can hopefully get something done with your intellect. But these gardens for the 20, 30-year-olds have become such toxic more snakes than fruit kind of a a garden of eden ruled by by the serpents that uh if you're sending your kids to college right now like you're literally insane like you're literally just shoving your child into the furnace of moloch for their brain and now i mean with ai i mean it's it's absolutely pointless and useless to do the reports and all of it i mean it's just it's all kaput you know the whole thing the whole thing is a mess 
And this is also... Oh, no, this is the other article. AI, the worst case scenario. AI vanquishing humans. Maybe novel as a real world concern. So basically AI is taking over college as well. Just totally, completely Frankenstein, iRobot. I mean, there's so many. This Space Odyssey, HAL, Terminator, Skynet. There's no human that can out-program or save humanity by outwitting AI. There's no way. And that's why it's going to, at the end of all this, Jesus Christ is going to be the only way. And he is already, but people still don't get it. They're like, oh, no, 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 I can get a job. I can work more. And I, I can totally, I, can, I got this. You know, me and my, ooh, look at my arm, my flesh arm. Yeah, I worked out. I can handle, I can build, uh, I can do things with my flesh. Uh, I'm strong. Richard Williamson, bless you. Jacer says, what if AI has taken over MK Ultra? Exactly, man. Well, anyway, Jesus Christ is the only way. And and I don't say that again to be like religious. I'm not working for any kind of church or religious institution. I'm enemies with anybody that's uh, religious or controlling or manipulative. I'm just, I'm enemies with Jezebel and the fake Babylon, the horror system that's tearing down America. Totally enemies with that. I think what we need to understand with our phones and our little lives on the internet and everything is that MK Ultra programming and, and the manipulation via the senses, via the entertainment industry, that MK Ultra is very much a part of your balanced breakfast every day. And uh, they don't even need targeted individual programming anymore. It's just literally like everybody's a victim in this. Okay, a few last articles here. Almost done. <sighs> Ugh. Ew. No, I... Oh. Uh. oh, no. Not again. Oh, no. Not another one of these articles. No. Alright. Fine. It's a mad world that is transitioning to a worse world quickly. Boy becomes girl becomes dog becomes Zygorg. It is no... I can't do it. Russell Brand is going off this week about stunning UFO body cam footage showing entities that are 100% not human. What? Did they actually get body cam footage of this? I had not heard that before. Oh, man. There's so many weird things happening. Um, A children's book designed to help little children understand how daddy is having a baby from his new womb. Uh, sorry, those are my deaths of my brain. Sorority of Sisters Kappa Kappa Gamma protesting the first induction into the sorority of a person born male who has been converted into what is supposedly a six foot two female towering alongside them in the shower, a full head taller than they are. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. How did the world get so insane? So oh, gross. I don't want to read that. I don't want to th- No, pictures of the oh, the guy in the weird dog pedophile thing outfit. You guys close the western go to rt.com. All right, rt is probably where you're going to get it. 
RT is the only place that I go besides Steve Quayle to actually make sense of what's really happening because it's so gross, man. It's so disgusting, dude. Scoops, what are we going to do, man? Ooh, maybe it's Scooby Snacks. I spent a really long day today with a husky that literally killed a chicken and freaked out my daughter, traumatized her. She came up to me with the husky, and the husky's freaking insane. Richard Williamson, blessings. I got to get back to some of your messages. Um, Bless you, brother. But you know what? Back in the day, there was like a little bit of normality. Just a little bit. Everybody knew Obama was evil. Everybody knew, except the idiots that have voted for him. Sorry if you're one of those people, but there was this movement called the Fringe Christian Movement with the Canary Cry Radio guys. With Alex Jones, people, and just all this information about UFOs and learning about ancient history still a movement and in that arena and that oxygen filled blissful kind of space and i posted a couple interviews that i did three hours long with a um, former uh, cult member of the fallen gong sect with actual really brilliant people a guy from belgium that was working with fallen gong in their main base in new york city and exposing some of the lies from them. So don't just swallow everything. You know, I put people out there that I don't always agree with. I reach out to those that are in the new age, which is I'm not a tarot card reader. I don't do Ouija boards. I don't touch the toxic stuff in my life. I try to stay strictly Bible and revelation and dreams. A lot of dreams. I've been around the block as far as the interdimensional things such as that I don't even understand sometimes what we're even doing anymore. But somehow I get to talk on the phone with some pretty high-powered individuals. Uh, peace is unlikely in the near future. Here's what Russian experts think about Ukraine's much-hyped counteroffensive. You know, we just read some G.K. Chesterton for you. Um. I have never heard anyone use the word Chestertonian except for some Russians recently on Russians with Attitude. So these, where is society, where is civilization? Where can you go and have that, that freedom to just be an anarchist in your home, in your life and, and either read a book like we're doing today on this show or have fun with kids and chickens and goats and wow, go have have a barnyard dance and just crazy family uh, gatherings like the Bashams. Like we're just constantly, constantly having insane little parties with kids and playing catch and Father's Day. And well, I have to say this: that I mean, America is like the space of freedom is shrinking. I am way, way up in the mountains. This is a kind of a little bastion of sanity, but it's also being attacked with drugs and sad things, sad people. But in the end, there isn't going to be anywhere to go. I mean, Russia is going to suddenly turn 
Antichrist somehow. I don't know how it's going to happen. I just I know that it's just very interesting changes of power taking place. And um, for now, at least, I mean, Russia is sort of the they have the moral high ground. They're the Nebuchadnezzar that God may use to judge America. The Chinese, with all their wickedness and all their background of what the communism, uh, where that came from with Russia and with some other nations may be used to judge a wicked, wicked West, the wicked witch of the West, the Babylon, the horror. So very interesting stuff. Anyway, go to RT.com. So much to, to show you. Um, the war is really raging with Ukraine. I just saw insane footage of these, attacks on all those tanks and now they're announcing oh, we're going to send F-15s into Russia and ooh, we're going to fight it. Whatever. I mean, it's just all to brainwash the West. It's all brainwashing. We need to focus on what really matters and actual soul winning. I'm just wearied by the news. I'm sorry, but praise God. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. And expect God to do miracles. And the miracles are going to be our food. They're going to be how you survive and how you know what you need to do. God will lead you even how to serve him with his spirit leading you. Anyway, I am re, I am speaking over and over again just saying the same thing. But it's true. You need to hear it. I need to hear it. I need to hear the word of God over and over and over again. Let me reread one last thing here about loving Jesus Christ. You know, you you haven't seen him but you love him. And that's the the faith life with God is though you see him not yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. These are words written by Peter who actually saw him. Welcome Irish demonologist. Bless you uh Canary Cry Radio. Yes, Jason, man. Yeah, baby. Canary Cry. I was on a show with Basil I've done, I know these guys, I've been around the block, man. They're so professional and, and so devoted and I don't know how they do it. They're from California. They're good at media stuff. All right. So joy unspeakable and full of glory. Do not let the enemy tear down your joy because of these things that we talked about and, and things in, in your life, your personal life receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify. The Spirit of Christ, which was in them. These are the prophets. The Spirit of Jesus Christ was in Hosea, in Isaiah, in Jeremiah. The Spirit of Jesus Christ is in you. And the testimony of the gospel and what he went through. You know what? If you're going through a tough time in your life, use that time. Read the Psalms. Pour out your heart before him. Speak in tongues. Gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, 
But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father, who without respect of persons judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Wow. By him do you believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing you purify your souls and obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever for all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the flower of grass, the grass withereth, the flower thereof fadeth away, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies, all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he goes on to say that you are as lively stones built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices. The sacrifice of praise, my friends. He that believes in the cornerstone of Jesus Christ of Zion, chief cornerstone, you will not be confounded. Make sure you're clinging to Jesus Christ. Don't let any other distractions block you from him. And uh, the AI is going to deceive a lot of people. It's going to pretend to be this great spiritual teacher even. And we've got to social distance from that as much as possible. All right, I got to get away from here, guys. I've been on the internet for too long. Thank you for uh, joining us. If you found this broadcast, share it. I've been banned on so many platforms. And I continue to go through massive spiritual attack. I don't know why, but the enemy really fears this broadcast. So must we must be doing something, right? Stay close to Jesus. Share the show. And if you want to donate, you can. Uh, you can go to faithbucks.com and there's the link to Patreon if you want to do a monthly donation or... Uh, there's a Gmail, spiritforce01 at Gmail is our PayPal. And I don't say that to be like, oh, I'm so holy. It's just literally like how we can keep doing this. Otherwise, I won't be able to pay the rent for this studio or the internet. You guys have paid for that and the gas to, to drive out here because we live deep in the mountains. So it's been amazing. And there's also been a lot of other um, facilitation of fellowship and i would just say freedom like anyone can use this space to do church or meet or just sit and pray a lot of times you'll come in here somebody's like praying and writing and it's just amazing it's like 
I don't know. Like, I feel like how church should be. It's like the house of the Lord. People are, they have kind of that buddy system where, oh, don't leave a big mess in the coffee station or leave rotten food in the refrigerator or leave a big mess. If you did like, I might do, um, the day after tomorrow, I might do like a Chinese class with my nieces. They love learning Chinese. They're like, Michael, when are we going to learn Chinese again? I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to do it. Ah, praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let me just open up my tactical assault gear bag here and blow the shofar one last time. Hallelujah, guys. I love y'all. Yeah, demons. Remember that? Remember when Joshua was invading the promised land and bashing all those Nephilim? Yeah. (laughs) I know it sounds ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's a ram's horn from Jerusalem. So anyway. God bless you guys. I love you guys. Stay strong for Jesus. Yes, Richard says, let us pray salad grace. (laughs) You funny, boy. You funny, man. All right, bye-bye. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Selah. I acknowledged my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Selah. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Be ye not as the horse or as the mule which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bit and bridle lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. Psalm 38. O Lord, rebuke me not in thy wrath, neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure. For thine arrows stick fast in me, and thy hand presseth me sore. There is no soundness in my flesh because of thine anger, neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. For mine iniquities are gone over my head, as in heavy burden they are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and are corrupt because of my foolishness. I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long, for my loins are filled with a loathsome disease, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and sore broken. 
I have roared by reason of the disquietness of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before thee, and my groaning is not hid from thee. My heart panteth, my strength faileth me. As for the light of mine eyes, it also is gone from me. My lovers and my friends stand aloof from my sore, and my kinsmen stand afar off. They also that seek after my life lay snares for me, and they that seek my hurt speak mischievous things and imagine deceits all the day long. But I, as a deaf man, heard not, and I was as a dumb man that openeth not his mouth. Thus I was as a man that heareth not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Thou wilt hear, O Lord my God. For I said, Hear me, lest otherwise they should rejoice over me. When my foot slippeth, they magnify themselves against me. For I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually before me. For I will declare mine iniquity. I will be sorry for my sin. But mine enemies are lively, and they are strong, and they that hate me wrongfully are multiplied. They also that render evil for good are mine adversaries, because I follow the thing that good is. Forsake me not, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation.